just one of you every single person that is listening to this podcast right now that downloads on the regs every day all day gotta play gotta say miss may it's the podcast is this what you want and i hope it is what you want and what i want to know is the co-host of this podcast whose name is julia ladkowitz and my name is Matt O. Breen, as the telemarketers would say when they call me. Thanks for joining us on another episode. It is a dark, dog dick, cold January evening, 8.25 p.m. The sun has been set for four plus hours is what it feels like. It is minus, what is it? 13? I mean, I think it's about minus 29 with the wind chill. It's a bit cold out and i'm a bit done with it it's very cold outside and we're having a bit of a night chap uh because you know it is not between chappy hour yes uh also this podcast does come out on fridays i have been uh messaged by power listener brian hunter who i went to high school with Mm -hmm. he was expecting an episode today and listen up bub we record on thursdays i told him this in a text message and they come out on Fridays. The thing but, is, though, sometimes you're very uh, on top of things, and then you'll post it on Thursday. Correct. Like a Thursday night type of thing. Uh, so our, our listeners who get a ding, a little subscription, and they, they get a notification, right. we posted it, but but it's not technically supposed to be out until Friday. I like to keep the listeners on their toes. Fridays when we... Prom- actually, we usually promote on Saturday because Friday rolls around, and we're like, fuck, we forgot to promote. Yes. If there's any PR people listening, anybody, anybody with the background of, uh, you know, spreading the news. <laughs> does anybody have um, a background of spreading the news? Does anybody, anybody <laughs> listeners work for CNN by any chance, and they can promote our podcast on the CNN website? Yeah, because we're very bad at promoting. I just, I the first thing we need is somebody to do the technical stuff for me. My biggest uh, guh, 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 after a podcast is done is I got to be like, oh, I got to mix this. I got to cut it. I got to chop it. I got to flop it. I got to post it. I got to host it. I got to do everything else. I know. It's, you know what? It's not a huge amount of effort, but it's just I feel enough. I like you do it in like two seconds. It's enough annoying little things after a podcast. It's like when you do a self tape, I record it and I edit it and I post it for you. I would love to be able to just do something like this podcast and be able to just walk away from it and know that it's just out there. And if we had a person that did that, which I know a lot of podcasts do when they get bigger, yeah. they post them for them and then they promote it for them. And all we got to do is retweet. I no mean, problem, we have big the posting deal. thing down. I know you don't like doing it, but you're yeah. already doing it. But the problem is not the posting. The problem is the promoting. Yeah. I mean, we do it, but it's like. Barely. I post a picture fucking way too late. And then the people who are going to listen to it, like Christina Walkinshaw, for example, who is a power listener. Power listener. The one who bought us our Chappie Hour glasses, which we'll eventually sell. Sure. Um, not the one she gave us, but we'll make them. No, I'm going to yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sell mine <laughs> no, yeah, We're just going to sell them on eBay. Um, but she's always like, oh, listen to your podcast. And I'm like, already? I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I haven't even promoted it yet. So yeah. whoopsie daisy. Well, you know, we're getting better at it. And you know what What I've noticed makes a real rift is Fleet. 
Oh, I here I don't even I don't have the new iOS. I don't have the new version of Twitter. I have yeah. never fleeted. I don't Lis- even have the option to fleet. Listeners, if you don't know what fleet is, it's it's the Instagram stories for Twitter. And at, when it first came out, I was like, fuck this. Another stupid fuck it. Who cares? Shut shut up, fleet. And then I fleeted and I'm 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 fleet three fleets to the wind. Fleeting sounds like when you fart out of your penis. Yes, it's what <laughs> fleet. <laughs> Ah, sorry, I fleeted. Um, <laughs> but it makes sense because I more I have more followers on Twitter than anything, so right. I I have a little fleet. I have a quiet little fleet, a short fleet, and then uh, I fleeted about our podcast, and people were like, "Wow, a podcast! I'll get on that." So I think people are listening from fleet. Wow. So I am the PR miracle that this podcast needs, perhaps. Maybe here's the thing about our podcast. What is it? Well, because it all comes down to like branding and like who we are as comedians and whatever. And I feel like a lot of, so I have like a bunch of followers on Facebook, on my Facebook page, Yeah. but I feel like they don't know a lot about me because I haven't shown a lot of myself and a lot of myself that I have shown, I feel like they don't like. So they liked me based on the one or two clips they saw. Yeah. And then when I'm like, here's some videos of me dressed up as a man doing something fucking weird. They're all like, wait, what? Wait. So I feel like I, whenever I promote my podcast or our podcast on my page, there's very few people who are like into it. That's what I think I'm <clears throat> learning right now is that like, if you have a weirdo sense of humor, which I think we both do to off the hop, try to be successful on that. It, I think is tough. Yeah. I think if we were like a bit more, conventional and widespread like we kind of you know what i mean rego humor if you want to say it for the norms i think we're pretty fucking rego though we're not we like, drift in and out i feel like we're a little drifty swifty but also uh, yeah the the people who follow me sometimes i'm like i don't think they're gonna listen i don't know if they're podcast listeners i don't know well i i do think we're in the middle because i the tweet that I had a couple of weeks ago that went kind of viral or whatever, whatever you want to say, you want to say I'm a viral sensation, you can say it. Nobody wants You could that. probably say it anytime you want. You could probably say it right now if you want to call me a viral sensation from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you're a viral sensation because uh, th- your you're, you're, you're dick's giving all, all every, everybody scabs. See, now we're back to that regular <laughs> humor we were talking about that everyone would love, uh, except for Is me. Is that an STD, dick scabs? Yeah. Oh, no. I got dick scabs. <laughs> One doctor, like, if I see one more case of dick scabs today, I won't be able to look at my own dick scabs. Um, but that tweet that went viral a couple of weeks, I thought it was pretty regular white bread humor. I didn't think much of it. You know what I mean? But it really blew up. And then I got a bunch of followers from that. And then, like, for instance, today posted a picture of a goat with a hat. And then people were like, what? You know what I mean? Here's the thing about that goat in the hat. Yeah. I feel like you post a variation of the same tweet with a similar goat picture. And, yes. and I think pe- the people in general are like, yeah, we've seen it's this. called branding. <laughs> also, goat a- comedian, Matt O'Brien uses same goat picture yeah. over and over. And over. I'm sorry. <laughs> a goat with a hat. Sometimes if I have downtime, I will just Google like ugly goats. Uh, chewing goats is very good. Goats, goats yawning. Very funny. Oh, yeah. Go- go- goats yawning. 
Well, speaking about just Googling random pictures and finding fun things, yeah. I want to talk about this quickly because maybe this is what you want. You can take your time with it. if You don't, you don't have to talk about it quickly. I think the listeners are, here, are in at this point. I mean, I sure we're, hope so. We're at seven and a half minutes in. We're knee deep into this Because we keep talking about like shit. asking people what they want and trends and what are people doing and blah, 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 blah. And something that I have, I feel like a lot of people kind of drift in and out of uh, is like law of attraction shit. Yeah. And manifestation and whatever. Oh, yeah. And reading books like I read um, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. She also wrote a book called Big Magic, which is sort of. Isn't that about all the witches that are middle aged? What? Wasn't Nicole Kidman in that movie? Wow. I'm being serious. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? Hold on. No, the... Big Magic is about like living your creative, like realizing your creative potential hold on let me find this what are you fucking dying about? um practical magic Pra-oh never my mind god and we also we just watched practical magic uh i'm sorry didn't we no we didn't just watch practical oh, magic no, starring nicole kidman I'm and sandra thinking, bullock what was the other one we watched with the witches we watched a witch movie halloween Halloween witch movie. The three Halloween witches. Oh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic are very well, different movies. Are Nicole Kidman. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Fuck. Is she better not? If Nicole Kidman was in Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic, I don't know if the world could keep spinning. Listen, anyway, Elizabeth Gilbert wrote Big Magic. It, there's so many, like, not even, I don't even want to call them self-help type books, but just like getting out of your, or realizing your creative potential books. And hers is my favorite. I read it a long time ago, and then she has like a, a shorter version that I've read again. And I, I was like, I need to read that again, because I, I've been very like, in a negative kind of funk. Yeah. Because... I feel like the beginning of January was busy and now I'm kind of like, now what? What's going on? What is my life? I don't know. And I don't feel creatively fulfilled and I'm scared to start new projects. And so I'm like, what am I even doing? So I started reading that again. And then again, I was talking to uh, our good friend, Christina Walkinshaw, who is like, you should power walk. listener. Yeah, power does she know you listener. do this uh, impression of her? Of course she does. Okay. She listens to it before I even, she's probably listening to it right now. Somehow. She's got a live feed and yeah. it's impossible <laughs> for that to happen. Um, no, I love Christina and I always go make fun of her voice. She's like, she's, Christina's very <laughs> positive and actually doesn't sound like that. But she's like, you should follow a lot of attraction live on Instagram. And it's, it, it's cheesy as hell in a way, but it also, they have like vibes of the day and just like little, just little nuggets of wisdom for whenever you're feeling really fucking shitty or down on yourself. Yeah. And it just kind of puts things into perspective. Hmm. And a lot of this like manifestation, law of attraction stuff, I feel like I have a hard time like surrendering to it and truly believing. I always like roll my eyes a little bit. And I, and that's my own like, damage you know what i mean like well, that's, here's the, here's that's my own like angsty team being like whatever even though yeah. someone's trying to give me good advice i'm like <laughs> but you know what i just realized what we were watching recently where like people were making fun of um like there's a stigma in sitcoms and tv shows where it's like there's an earthy guy that cares about the environment he's like hey man don't pollute and in shows it's like what a fucking loser you know what i mean right like, oh that guy's so annoying he loves the earth but it's like if you didn't make him all goofy and goo goo gaga, 
like that's an, an actual problem that's real. Yeah. And so for you to be saying this, like, you know, looking inwards and stuff like that, like it's good to do that. But there's been so much stigma around it in shows, especially right. I find where it's like, "Ooh, I'm a hippie dippy. I'm looking inside myself. Ooh, I like crystals. Yeah. So I, I guess there's that. But I also as humans, we've all been hurt yeah. in some capacity. So when it's like. Like I'm trying to find a, I'm trying to find one that I want to I want to like read and find one. I don't know. And a lot of, and a lot of them are god based and stuff. But they always say they're like God can mean whatever it means to you. It god doesn't have to be like a, a religious like god. An everything bagel that you just had. It literally can. If you're like I, a bagel is my god. Whatever. But like this quote recently, like when you get what you want, that's God's direction. When you don't get what you want, that's God's protection. That was one of their little quotes. And I'm, I'm picturing like, a bagel protecting me from things. <laughs> like if I'm about to slip on some ice outside and the bagel's like, don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> do it. Don't. Listen to the But bagel. what I'm trying to say is, so all of this law of attraction stuff got me thinking. So back to the back to the goat pictures, because you're mm. like, sometimes I'll just Google goats. Sure. So I was, but also the law of attraction says don't chase things because the things that you like chase and fixate on, you often like push away. Yeah. But I did not take that advice because sometimes I'm like, law of attraction. I have to like attract these things. So I'm, I think I mentioned it last week. I auditioned for a role and it was of a gargoyle for yep. this show. And I really fucking want it. I loved my audition. I can so rarely say that. And this will come back later in a cold and stabby. Wow. Um, Spoiler. I loved it so much and I felt so good about it. And I just followed up with my agent today to being like, Hey, just wondering if you've heard back and they haven't made any decisions yet. And I'm like, I'm just going to fucking. And then I just was like, I need to look at pictures of gargoyles. So I started looking up pictures of gargoyles. And then I found this hilarious picture of this fat gargoyle holding its fat tits. Yeah. And it made me laugh so hard. And I posted on Twitter and it just, anyway, I just remind me of like your goat thing. There's yeah, there's. So even if this doesn't work out, because of this you found a cool gargoyle pi gargoyle <laughs> I picture i found a cool picture of a gargoyle yeah. who's just holding his tits looking like hey these are all right like that's also a testament of uh doing the first thing that you think of yeah it's like don't hesitate you you literally were like i'm going to look up picture pictures of gargoyles and the results were plentiful you got yeah. a bounty of entertainment just from uh trusting your gut and uh second question which yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna want to touch back on something we just we just touched on for a second. If a bagel were to talk, wow. say your god is a bagel, is the hole the mouth or is the hole the butthole? The hole's the mouth. It talks through the mouth of the middle hole. Yeah. So the eyes are above, right above the hole. Unless it's a sliced bagel, and then it kind of talks and it flaps no, up no. and down the the lid. Or the top no. is the. It's an upright hole bagel. Yeah. The mouth is the hole. Yeah. Eyes above it butthole is at the base of the back also side side <laughs> sidecar a bagel because there's always a thinner top side and a chunkier bottom i disagree no matter what i've never had a bagel that's the same consistency on each side it depends on how you cut it yeah but is the rounded thin part the top or is the chunky bottom the top you know what i'm saying there's so a lot going on with the bagel. Yeah. Because no one tells you where the top or bottom is. No one's giving any rules to the bagel. There's a lot going on. I don't know. Th there's too many variables in this bagel situation. Which is why bagels could be a god. 
because it's complex. My bagel, my God is a bagel. Put that on a t-shirt. God is a bagel? God is a bagel. The Foo Fighters are writing a song about that right now. Listen, uh, we haven't even touched on the fact that it's, that we're night chapping. I mean, we did, but we didn't say what we were night chapping. Can I say one more thing? Yes. Practical magic in Slovenia is magic for every day. Wow. That's the name of that movie. Also, hold on a second. I did I did some quick So wow, we're just doing like a little bastardized version of a French bastardized movie titles. version of French movie titles. We haven't done one in a while. So Practical Magic, Nicole Kidman, Sandra Bullock. If you went to go see it in Germany, it'd be called Magical Sisters. Two magical sisters. I guess they're related, even though they don't look related at all. Yeah. Um Are you done? Hold on. I gotta do the French one. <laughs> I could do the what French movie doing? title. What, what is this alternate universe limbo upside down world podcast? The Sorcerers. We're doing? Oh my god! Is this it Practical sounds, Magic? There's two French movie titles: Sorcerers, Love and Magic. Um, wow. Anyway, bastardized small French movie title. What are we chapping on this? Oh, you have my wine. I wondered why it felt yeah, so good. Wait, let's switch. <laughs> okay, you gotta oh come my grab god. it. I am coming to grab it. No, there you go, and then you put it down, and then you pass me mine. Yeah, you got this big goblet of a wine glass. I mean, no offense, Christina Walkinshaw. I'm, 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 I'm sipping from a chappy hour glass, which I feel. How much of mine have you drank? So much. Have you? I drank so much of your wine. Jesus. Anyway. What is the wine that we're chapping? Chappa. The wine that we're chapping oh, is a, uh, a Consulman Pinot Noir. Consulman sounds like a. Uh, like the name of like a biology professor in high school. Oh, I have Mr. Konzelman's class. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm talking about? Konzelman sounds like um like like someone like in politics. Konzelman, deputy like, Konzelman. But like but not but not even like a name, but like a position like Konzelman Smith. Nice yeah, to like see you. He's the guy that holds the big gold scepter in uh in uh yeah, he's in charge of the consuls. What do you call it in Canada? I know. I'm, I feel like I'm paying way more attention to American politics than I do can, Canadian. Yeah, because it's uh, American politics have been on fire lately. What's I can't even think of the name of that big wooden room where they talk in Canada. How's the Commons? There it is. Jesus. Big wood room. <laughs> Let's go to the big wood room and figure Noah's out Canada. Ark. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's an Ontario winery. It's nice. It's light. It's it's one of my faves. It's good. Isn't it like organic or something? There's something healthy no, about it. No, there's no. I think you're thinking of Las Mulas. Mm. No, it is light. It's got a, uh, a nice kick at the end because I like a red to have a nice. It's, I don't know what it is, but I love the Consulman Pinot Noir. And when you pour it, it's very light. Like yeah. it almost looks, you're like, did someone water down my wine? Is there a wine bottle that exists that plays like a light tune when it pours? Like there's a little device when it passes through the wine spout, it may be like, ah, I could have danced all night. No, I don't know that. if you could get the, uh, the, the rights to that song. But, uh, I mean, they have birthday cards that you open and a fucking song plays. So why not, like, open a wine bottle and it plays a little tune? I think that's what people want, is what I'm saying. If my wine starts fucking singing to me, yeah, that's actually the last thing I need. Yeah. I mean, especially <laughs> if you're opening a wine bottle like at a romantic dinner or late at night. Who let the dogs out? Oh, wine, 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 wine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that's something to look into. Thanks, yeah. Matt. Yes. We'll uh, put a pin in that and we'll okay. circle back. Um, never. 
Where to now? <laughs> <laughs> You're driving now, sister. Well, is it too late for warm and spuzzies? It's kind of right on the money. We usually do it right at the 20 minute mark, and I'll tell you, oh, we're 20 seconds away from that. Holy so, uh, shit, should we kill 20 seconds? Should we fill it? Should how do we, we kill, kill 20 it? seconds? What's the easiest way to kill 20 seconds? Now it's 10 seconds. Okay, I'm going to write. Wait, a haiku is how much? 10 seconds left. Is it five syllables? Go seven, quick. five? Don't think, just go. I'm a haiku. That's my name. I'm a haiku. That's my game. <laughs> that's no you did early 90s shit rap is what you just did um and speaking of shit rap wrap yourselves in this shit filled mess that we call warm and fuzzy would you wrap yourself in a shit filled blanket for 500 dollars? no it's not your shit <laughs> <laughs> no ew, no is Wait, it better if it's all. your shit is it like a duvet filled with shit so the shit's not actually touching me? It's like a sleeping bag full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you slide into it. Oh, what? I have to get in it? Yes. I thought there was shit within the blanket. No, no, no. And then it's I full. put the blanket around me. It's a sleeping bag full of shit. Ew, stop this. This is not what the people want. $700. This is why we don't have enough followers. Huh. <laughs> sleeping bag full of shit talk no one likes to no one likes to hear that i just wonder what your price is for a sleeping bag full of shit and i sure uh i would like the listeners to tweet at us and let them know or let us know my parents for sure just heard you talk about this i mean like you know what get them out our of the kids house. are losers yeah yes we are losers i will <laughs> say that <laughs> <laughs> i've i've thought long and hard on this and uh we are we are a couple of losers in uh, I feel in like certain I honestly feel like a fucking loser lately. Anyway, um, is that your warm and fuzzy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a loser and uh, yeah, I'm a stupid loser end. asshole and I suck. Warm and fuzzy. Um what's yours? Do you want to go first? No, you can go first. My warm and fuzzy. And if you're a new listener, warm and fuzzy is where we talk about something that makes us feel warm and fuzzy from the last week. Yeah. Whatever that may be, it could be anything. It could be a a bagel that talks to you. Um, it could be a shit-filled sleeping bag. It could be anything. Um, my word fuzzy. So we are still in Canada. We're in Ottawa once again. Dog, dick, cold Ottawa, as I said before. Um, Julia's checking her phone right now. She doesn't care. I'm listening I, to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I have to literally stare you in the eye this whole time. We are planning our drive back to California. California. Uh, we plan to be back there for March 1st. And it's making me feel warm and fuzzy in a way. It's because making me feel the opposite. Is it? Is it? Because we are planning to go back. Obviously, it's going to be a stressful trip. But the end results are going to be us renting a house, finally a house, which makes me feel really nice. First of all, the, the excitement of finding a house and then not having to live in a fucking apartment. I think that feels very nice. And I keep thinking about different things that we can do in a house that people that have lived in houses their whole lives take full advantage of and they don't realize how nice it is. Like A, a lawn. Having a lawn, a backyard, a front lawn, your own driveway. Oh my God, I can just pull my car into my property and leave it there. Isn't that exciting? This is all very exciting. It's making me feel warm and fuzz. And also the uh, idea of having not one bedroom, but two bedrooms. And then the second bedroom is an office. He, I don't want to rain on your parade. What's but that? All of this is like none of this is actually set up yet. And are we actually going to be able to find an affordable enough house to rent? But if you were listening, 
the idea of even approaching this is right. Okay, me feel the idea. Nice. The idea that it's even an option. Okay, the law of attraction. Yes. Yes, this will happen. We and will it will happen. House. That's why I feel nice about it because it feels very nice and it feels very possible. And I've been looking at houses for rent in the area that we want to rent and it's very doable and there's a lot of options. And also the second thing is making me feel warm and fuzzy is I haven't heard from my manager in L.A. in a dog's age. I mean, he sometimes calls just to check in. Very nice. Yeah. But usually the check-ins during COVID time are like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, ah, it's fine up here. Things are actually filming. How's it going down there? He's like, take me with you. Like he's very like things down here are not happening. He, gave, he got me my first two film auditions in a while for things in L.A., which is giving me a lot of hope for things happening down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes me feel very nice and very warm and very fuzz. That's nice. About it. So the possibility of getting a home somewhere, also warm weather. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then also work is is slightly crawling out of the muck and coming back, which is nice. I love that. Yeah. I And I... I Yes. I guess I'm just more I like the idea of all this, but it is making me worried, which I will get into because okay, I guess my warm and fuzzy will also kind of leads into my cold and stabby. Because I'm very warm and fuzzy about the fact that we have been auditioning so much for things and have been getting great opportunities up here. Uh now Matt's looking at his computer and not listening to me. I'm listening. Um and like I said, last week I auditioned for that show that I really want, that I felt really good about, still waiting to hear. And then I I also just auditioned for a movie um, that's a Netflix film. I don't know when it films, but it films in Toronto. So that's another thing where it's like, okay, we're leaving here and there's so many opportunities here. So I felt very warm and fuzzy about that audition and the fact that, which I will talk about in my cold and stabby, the whole self-tape process was a bit of a nightmare because of many reasons. But the end result, my agent was actually like, loved it so much and felt so good about it. And I feel like I, did I talk about this? Talk about like the law of attraction and all this stuff. I had a dream a few weeks ago that I was wearing a pastel pink suit. Yeah. And I woke up in the middle, like not the middle of the night. I woke up in the morning and the first thing I thought was like, I need a pastel pink suit. And I spent hours searching online for it. And then I found this pink suit jacket top that looked like, and forgive me if I talked about this last week, but that looked like the, um, the one that Marge wore in the, the episode, Chanel. The, the Chanel discount suit she buys. I'm like, it's a sign. So I bought it. I was like, should I buy this? And I posted it on social media. I was like, you gotta get it. So I got it and it came fucking fits like a dream. It looks so cute. And I wore it for that audition because I'm like, it fits the character. It's fucking cute. I'm just putting it out there. And then, Again, this is a Christina Walkinshaw heavy episode, which she will enjoy, I hope. <laughs> um, but she's like, ah, I was walking past like a thrift stop or a short store in Brooklyn. And I saw like almost that exact same jacket in a in a window. Weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. And yeah. it was like right after I wore for the audition. I'm like, I feel like everything's lining up. And that's where I'm going to I'm going to quickly go into cold and stabby now. Oh, my God. I know. Right into it. So I'm going to take a beat. But people are just getting warm and fuzz. I know. It's 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 one of these that's going to flip-flop back and forth. Oh, my God. Do I even play the... Yes, the... play it right now. Okay. 
Okay. So with the cold and stabby, it's my anxiety is through the fucking roof right now because I feel like there are all these opportunities popping up in Canada. And it's like, I get it. We have to make a decision. Like the flip flopping from back and forth of being in Ottawa and then going to Toronto. But and then when we get work, but I'm like, I don't want to permanently be in Toronto. And just like, it's just getting frustrating. And it's, it's, it's happy as I am that we booked like commercial stuff. Like I want to book something with lines and I feel like I, I've been on the cusp. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was on, I was on holes. I, I was on avails for a movie, yeah, like a Christmas movie. And I didn't get that. I'm like, I just want something with lines. And I guess my cold and stabby, it has been this entire week because it's been, it's the, tr- it's the transition of like, okay, all of this is gone now. And I'm going, I'm walking into an unknown where I, where there's more COVID, where I don't have representation out there. Right. Where I don't have a place yet. And this week specifically, I had like the worst period of my life. It's been a doozy. I, 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 I tweeted it and then I deleted it because I was like, now I'm getting all paranoid that like people from projects are reading my tweets and that's why I'm not getting things. With like, they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's got her period. No, because she I, is I, not because movie I tweeted of the week something material. Like, literally, I tweeted something about like, oh my, I feel like my uterus is going to f- escape through my ass or something. And they're, I just, I'm like, eh. And then we, so, and then another thing happened. So Matt and I auditioned for this fucking water commercial, a water commercial where we're sipping water. And then in the callback, they just wanted to see me, but they're like, Matt's still being considered. And this was like height of my period. I felt so sick. I'm like, great. I have to put on makeup. I have to do this callback, whatever. I'm like, "Eh." and I'm sipping the water and I'm like, all right, great. And then. Matt is the one who's on avails for it. They're like, yeah, we don't want Julia. Avails means that they are possibly considering. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Our listeners know. Yeah. And I'm like, are you, what kind of. My it's very cold, backwards. My it's cold savvy is like the, the mind fuck of this industry. Yeah. It's like, what are you even doing? So all of that, which we might have to go to Toronto again. And then, and then from there straight to LA, not having a plan and the unknown is really is really stressing me out right now. And as much as I'm like, Oh, I like, I'm, I'm over living with my parents because I am a little bit, but at the same time, I'm like, Oh God, I've gotten so used to living with them. And I'm like, now it's goodbye. Well, that's what, that's the whole point of my warm and fuzzy is the fact that as much as you're like, I don't know if we'll find a house, blah, blah, blah. We will, we will find it. It is an option. It's, it's a plan. We have a plan and it's an exciting plan and it's, it's exciting options. So I think that's something to look forward to as well and i know the career stuff is you know a little scary but the whole reason we left canada was to explore more options so you could have said that the first time we went to la be like oh my god we're missing on so many opportunities which for sure we did because we went to la but you don't get big gains if you don't try to you know invest big in in a new opportunity so it's it's all going to pan out. It's all working out. It's, I'm very, trust me when I say it's all going to work out. Like it's. I know it's all going to work out. And I mean, I actually don't know, but that's, you know, life. But I just, I guess there's the, right now there's waiting on so many things. 
There's so many things we've auditioned for that we're still waiting to find out yes or no, which will determine kind of how the next month goes. And I just feel really uneasy about well, why uneasy? Everything. Because if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then another thing happens. So it's just like it's just the same shit that's been happening for the whole year no. since since forever. If this if these do th- if these things pan out, great. Then the plan changes. If it doesn't pa- pan out, then okay, fine. We still have another plan. You know what I mean? Like it's not like we're sitting around with our fingers firmly in our own buttholes. No, but we have to start if, we can maybe like book an Airbnb and that's not refundable. We have to start making actual like Yeah, and those plans. are all things that we've done. We've rolled with it this long. Why not we keep rolling with it? Mm. We've I know it's it's but that's again goes back to my Warren Fuzzy is we've been rolling with it, rolling with it, rolling with it and we're rolling to finally a place where we can actually be stationary in one place. Yes. And I guess also if opportunities do arise in Canada, Flying back to Canada, very easy as much as... But anything can change. And, and fucking Trudeau was saying, he's like, we might have stricter stuff where you can't sure, just come back in. Sure, and then we just in. have a beautiful place to stay in gorgeous weather. So it's like all going to work out. It's all in how you perceive it. We got one life to live and you can't live your whole life weeks on end worrying about shit. It's, it's eventually going to work out in some capacity. Yes, so whatever capacity that is, just leave yourself open for that. You know what I'm talking about? I guess, but I, I, I guess I just don't feel as open about going back as you. Well, I'll go back and then you stay here. <laughs> wow, rude. <laughs> um, do I, I don't even, I don't even know what my cold, my cold and stabby has been winter. I feel like the last. You say that every week. I you know. You come up with something else. That's why I am in the process of thinking <laughs> of something else. Um, uh, what the hell was I going to go on about? At first, I was like, first of all, my cold stabby is I wish I understood the stock market more. Oh, yeah. Um, because the, the thing with, like, because right now we are actually in the middle of this whole Reddit people are taking over the stock market, which is just another page in whatever revolution we're currently living through right now. First, it was, you know, people against racism and they storm the streets and now it's people against the economy and they're storming the stock market. And it's just, I had no idea the pandemic would be like, it's, it's people with so much time on their hands, be able to analyze what's wrong with society and then try to fix it. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is stuff that people have talked about for years and years and years. And it, there have been attempts to remedy it or overthrow it or storm it. And, yeah. you know, if you want to use that term, but. You're right. With now that there's more time on people's hands, they're really fucking getting to the bottom of this. But it's crazy in the sense of I've always known this stock market and what it was vaguely, but I'm I've always been like hey, it's too confusing. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But then this the assholes that do know about it, these hedge fund people that are taking advantage of it are becoming so rich from it and us dumb dumb ding dongs yeah. are just like well I don't know you do what you do and I'll do what I do and that's well these reddit people basically did what they do all the time and then the hedge fund people are getting mad because they were beat at their own game so I guess my cold and stabby is that I want more money <laughs> give me more money and make it easy it's just all, give me a hundred bucks it's all very stupid and yeah I, w- I was thinking the same thing I'm like I truly don't understand like what's going on right now and oh my god sorry i'm trying to p- pull up a picture so i took a screenshot someone had like broken it down i'm not i can post it 
I'll post it on our um, ITWY. Whatever the fuck I is. We gotta fix that too. It's too complicated. You want ITWYW. There you go. Yeah. ITWYW podcast on Twitter. I'll post this picture of what how someone broke it down. Um, and it's very simple in the way they break it down. And you're like, huh. Yeah. Why? Why isn't that allowed? Yeah. And why are they being stopped? Yes. And it's only being stopped once the fucking non-richos figure out how to get a little bit of more of the pie. Yeah. My yeah, that's my cold stabby. The one percent. If you have a, if you want a, a boat that has a toilet in it, then you I are my cold stabby. I don't think you're the one percent if you have a boat with a toilet in it. I know. We actually know a guy in Los Angeles that lives in a boat with a toilet in it. He's not doing that well. <laughs> it's just a floating toilet. <laughs> it's just a floating toilet. I would love, I would sail a toilet across the ocean if someone let me. You, That's all you, you need, really. Just a case of water and a <laughs> toilet with a sail on it. And they'd be like, he really did it. He went from, you know, fucking L.A. to Hawaii. If I, like, arrived in Hawaii and had my toilet with a sail on it just gently, you know, landed. And then you just bent over and then someone immediately <laughs> limed you in. And someone limed me in, and they'd be like, we have so many different fruits that we could shove in your asshole here in Hawaii. Yep. Um, is a mango Hawaiian? I don't think so. Pineapple? No. Pineapple? I don't yes. know where all these fruits originate from. I don't know either. Does a pineapple grow on a tree? Is there a yes. pineapple tree? Actually, I don't know. I don't they know don't either. grow to the ground like potatoes. I feel like it's like a bush or something. Pineapple bu- No, it's a tree for sure. Do you ever look at how they make tequila? It's fascinating. With, with, um, uh, it's, it's like a fucking root a cactus, or something. It? Yeah, it's like a root, and they chop parts of it off, and then there was just that's how <laughs> long humans had been around for. We were watching Jeopardy today, and they mm-hmm. were talking about uh, like old medical science and how like back in the 1600s they were like the body is made up of four uh, essential fluids. You got your water, you got your phlegm, you got your yellow and black. Yeah, there was like two different colors of phlegm. Yeah, and I'm like, but yeah, so like enough science had to happen for them to be like, this is what's going on. And then also there's a side set of people that were like, what in this planet can get me drunk right now? Yeah. And I mean, sake, they the rice wine, they were like, we can get drunk on that. Tequila, they're like this root. I'm sure if we do Vodka, something weird potatoes, to it, potatoes, potatoes, like, like it's insane the way yeah. how far the human race has come up until now, and we are at the point where we still don't know how to deal with a fucking pandemic. Like even though it's been going on for hundreds of or years, or our own feelings or anything. That's why people were fucking putting grapes out in the goddamn barrel and getting them all fermented so they could fuck themselves and get all fucked up. That's and- right. Because I think life itself it's is jarring. <laughs> There's just so much to deal with that people were like, I don't know what to do. What can get me drunk for a second and intoxicate me just a little bit? Yeah. It's funny because when I watch a lot of like sci-fi shows, I'm watching The Expanse right now and they're all like in space and stuff like that. And even in space, like hundreds of years from now, they're like, if they're stressed out, they're like, get me a whiskey. Like they're still not an, like evolved evolved past, that. past it or it's it's still like give me some fucking poison and put it in me to dull me a little bit Ugh. humans Ugh. were simple beasts we're very simple beasts no we're complicated beasts and complicated that's the and simple yes we're ooey gooey gushy gooey uh flesh capsules that are full of 
And especially now, Emotion. because of social media and because of the reach that information has, and I feel like we've talked about this before, but like before, you know, you would only kind of know what's going on in your neighborhood, whatever. You'd get, maybe you'd get the paper or, the, or you'd yeah. listen to something on the radio. But now we have so much information and we f- we hear about all the horrible things that are happening in every fucking corner of the earth. and It's a lot. You're not supposed to know that. We can't fix everything. And also, we're trying to deal with our own demons and our own fucking PTSD and our own anxieties. And it's like, well, how do I fix this all? And then and then we just shut down. That's right. And have some fucking wine. Was it you that said that? Because that's why social media fucks... Or was it a documentary I watched? Where it's like, social media's fucked us up so much because primarily, we are only supposed to know about our own village. We're only supposed to know about the doings and upcomings and downgoings of... People in our village, which is what, like 50 to 80 people? Yeah. And that's what we in our primal brains are used to. But now we're like worrying about billions of people on a grand scale. Mm -hmm. Like it's just too much for everything. And then also, I think, what the hell was I watching where they said this? They're like celebrities. Like you wonder why celebrities are fucked up. Like what? you know how fucked up Tom Cruise is? Like every single person on the planet knows your name. Yeah. You're not supposed to be that famous no you're not supposed to be known by billions of people it's and then every and with the whole village analogy it's like everybody's like well this is what would be best for my village and my views my whatever and they try to impose that on everybody so obviously nobody's gonna get along if I had a village, there'd be a big statue of me liming in right in the town square and the fountain part of it would be shooting out of my eyes and then would it just be like a margarita uh, well, I will say on New Year's Eve, instead of a ball drop, it would be a lime dropping into my statue anus. Yeah, but well, like, but what I'm saying is, would like margarita shoot out of the things? Just water. I mean, depending on the budget. Yeah, possibly margarita. A margarita fountain? Now that's a that's a party. Yeah, it would shoot out of my eyes, and on special occasions, New Year's Eve, it would shoot out of my anus. Yeah. Until the lime clogged it up for another year. Yeah. That is the village. That I would create <laughs> if you would let me, society. Um, speaking of social media, before we wrap this up in a sweet little Is it bow, over already? I mean, it's getting there. Uh, Mommy, TikTok updates. Oh, uh, you will notice that I w- went back on TikTok because Darren Jones, formerly of MTV Canada, messaged me directly. Dear friend of mine respected broadcaster he was like you got to get on tiktok because your videos would blow up there he says you got to get on he's like i'm blowing up over here you got to get some of this blow up over here okay and not blowing up um (laughs) tiktok does not like me i feel like i don't use it enough i don't know how to figure out tiktok i know we've talked about this throughout this podcast but it keeps circling back because people are like it's the biggest thing well a a, a few months ago we're like we're giving it another go that's gonna like that's what we're gonna can't. do now we're gonna be the new tiktok people and then we deleted it and then you got it back i i got mine back too but i have not posted anything yet yeah here's well here's where tiktok is too i there was a, a host job for buzzfeed in la and i was like i'll give it a shot maybe i'll fill out the application see you know i i would still would love to be a host of something yeah and the first question was what's your tiktok handle you need tiktok how active how are you on TikTok? You how many followers on TikTok? Yeah. I'm like, well, blow me down. I got nothing on here because the kids don't 
the kids are not all right with me. I'll, t- I'll tell you. And again, it is something about um, how much you use it. Because yes. I, I do have, we do have friends who are always like, I'm learning more from TikTok than I ever learned from in school. So we have friends who are our age or older because we always think it's for the kids who are scrolling through TikTok all the time, watching videos. And I'm sure there is a lot of fucking great content on there, but like, I don't need another thing to get sucked into. But the more you use it, the more people, it's all in the algorithm. I you know? can't. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Twitter. Twitter has been good to me. Um, and then also people are like, YouTube, you got to figure out YouTube. I'm like, I tried. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know anything. I'm going, I'm just going by, I'm going to do, and then if the right people take notice, they'll take notice. That's that's all you can do. I mean, there's more you can do, but again, I don't know it, and that's what I asked at the beginning. I'm like, if there's a person who specializes in like a getting soci- the word out. Like a social media manager, I think, is, maybe that's what we should look into. Maybe we'll talk about that next week, because there are people... What if we actually like have a consultation with some sort of social media person and be like, look at our things. We have friends who are social media managers. Yeah, but like we should do that and then talk about it next week. Be like, yeah, because we've been hemming and hawing and peeing and pawing about what to do. So let's take some initiative, talk to somebody and uh, get some fucking information over here because what the fuck are we doing? I know. I'm just I've never been good at um self-promotion and the marketing aspect of things i just kind of do things and hope for the best me too i mean it's kind of worked out if you really look at our careers it's kind of worked out fine we've been fine both of us we're doing just fine but we're classic showbiz entertainment types where if we get a b and c we're like well what about d and e we do, We can't appreciate the things that we have. But in, it's not. It's not that I don't appreciate them. It's like, of course, we want more. And I keep thinking about like RuPaul's Drag Race and about like branding and about creating. Not that I want a fucking empire, but I want more and I want stability. And I, right now, I feel like I'm just sort of, you know, pussyfooting around, and I get a little bit here and there. Yes. Although I'm, I'm I, I have never felt that I've like, whatever selling out means. I, I never feel I'm like, ugh, I hate that I did this. And the only time I felt like really like, ugh, was like on TikTok where we did like one of those trending videos and you, you know what I mean? Like those topics. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, this feels gross. This feels like I'm pandering. I never want to feel like I'm fucking pandering for likes, for laughs, for whatever. Yes. That's, just, that's the biggest thing. Do you the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> and how you want to do do you the way um, you do and then let's the close with who we think is exceptional in Ru- rupaul's drag race season 13 right now uh new episode comes out tomorrow oh my god i feel like it's so new that i like still don't know all of their names here are my top picks right now denali love and denali denali denali's lip sync Last week was actually crazy. It will actually change your whole world. Uh, Rose, solid. Elliot with two T's, gotta go. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not loving. Lala Ree. I like Lala Ree on the back burner, ready to burst. I'm telling you. Uh, those are my picks for season thirteen. Wait, I I forget her name. The one that I always call Angelina Spicer. Um, Tamisha. Is that her name? 
or they're Simone. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I need to... Also, Utica is very good. I like Utica. Utica. That clip with RuPaul laughing at Utica is maybe the one, one of the best clips I've ever seen of Look anything. up RuPaul laughing at Utica and so you'll funny. fucking die. Okay, there's Denali. Oh, yeah, I like got Mick. Um, oh, my gosh. Whoa, 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 wait. Keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Who else do we have here? Got Mick is very good. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good queens, great queens. Also completely filmed within the pandemic, which is also another, uh, we're talking about our careers being all stressed. I'll be like, oh my God, what the hell's going to happen? And they're on a reality show during a fucking pandemic in Los Angeles and they're dragged up. I'm telling you, drag queens are the world's greatest entertainers, bar none. We are doing nothing with our lives. Drag queens are doing they truly everything are. else. They're literally doing everything. And, and the amount of work that goes into someone tweeted one drag queen tweeted something about like paying drag queens for their time because like it takes them three hours to get ready for a show and you ask them to do more than most other performers do it's fucking true which is the same reason you should be paying women more the fact which comes back which is part of my fucking cold and savvy with this whole thing if you have to get ready for a self-tape literally slap a bit of product in your hair not even put on a shirt you're good it takes me fucking time to put me if I don't wear makeup to an audition people are gonna be like wow unprofessional tired sad loser so anyway (laughs) what I'm trying to say is pay women pay drag queens pay everybody more except white straight men (laughs) do not pay me anything and yes I love Simone and also there's a comic named Angelina Spicer in LA who's lovely and speaks out about postpartum depression and is an activist and is great. But this drag queen reminds me of her same energy fucking spitfires. I love them. Matt, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter, Matt underscore O'Brien, Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Where they can find you. They can find me, Julia comedy across the board. Um, I I think I'm Julia comedian on TikTok actually. Oh, you're going to send people over there. I mean, I'm going to try to do more again. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back, of course, next week Wherever with another episode. That may be. And we we're gonna check in with some sort of social media consultant in some capacity. Oh wait. Also, I'm getting an oil change in the old Prius. So you're That's hear huge. About that. Also, can I quickly say one thing? Do it. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this last week. Maybe we did, but months ago on our podcast, we we're like, we have deadlines to make our comedy album. Blah blah blah. We have officially recorded. I thought we said this. I don't know if we did. Okay. We finally recorded all of it. We recorded all of it. I think we did. Maybe I'm we said I'm pretty sure that. we did. Yeah. I'm anyway. editing it right now. So we have a sketch album coming out uh, soon. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's my... a lot of work for Matt yeah. at this moment because me no edit. Me dum dum. Me poo poo. Wow. Me make doo doo in a sleeping bag and then me have sleep in it I for will, $500. I will be in charge of... <laughs> I'll find someone to do the artwork for us. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you, power listeners. Christina Walkinshaw, Chris Thank Bush, you, Chris if you're Bush. still out there. Brian Hunter, here's your episode, big cat. Thank you. Oh, my God. There were so many power listeners that we're not mentioning, but we I love know. you. You know who you are. You know who you are. We love you. We kiss you all time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.